I'm Andrew Cannon, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to the Joy Power Break series. In each episode of the series, I'll be giving you a highlights tour of a superpower, which we have recently covered in depth in the Joy Superpower series. So why not grab a cup of tea or coffee, sit back and enjoy 10 minutes in my company as we reflect this week on the art and science of storytelling. And let's start our tour with a quote from Rekesa, way back in 1968. The universe is made up of stories, not atoms. Stories have certainly been with us a long time as a way of making sense of the world and passing on wisdom. This is evident through ancient myths, legends, folklore, and religious origin stories. Talking of myths, if you like myths and audiobooks, I can highly recommend Mythos, in which you can lose yourself in the wonder of Greek myths in the delectable company of master storyteller Stephen Fry. Stories can inspire, teach, offer new perspectives, form bonds between people, induce empathy, sadness, joy, comfort. Why not take some time today to think about your favourite books and the strong emotions they give you the pleasure of experiencing? Now let's peek into some of the scientific evidence behind storytelling. Firstly, stories can be a great source of self-development. In 1986, Theodore Roy Sabin first introduced the term narrative psychology in his book and suggested that human behaviour can be best explained through storytelling. In 2007, Maclean and his colleagues proposed that constructing situated stories, by which they mean narrative accounts of personal memories and experiences, is a way of maintaining and developing the self. Composing a life story is seen as a viable strategy to use when trying to achieve a sense of identity. This process starts early in our childhoods and parents are an integral part in children developing their situated stories. It was found especially important for parents to talk about negative past events to their children. This was linked to the children having higher self-esteem during adolescence. Research also showed that the events that adolescents deemed as the most meaningful and important in their lives were emotionally negative. Again, according to McLean and colleagues in their research in 2007. Again, I'm wondering, with the focus on helicopter parenting and even positive parenting these days, is that actually causing some damage to our children's development? Food for thought, which I look forward to discussing in the upcoming podcast episode on parenting with Larissa Mills. But I digress, so back to storytelling. Research also suggests that you should not be afraid of sharing your negative stories. Pasupathy in 2003, for example, found that when retelling negative past experiences or events, the amount of negative emotion was lower during the retelling than during the actual event. Reliving your trauma or bad experiences through a storyline may help you decrease the negative feelings surrounding the event and aid you in the coping process. Lubromitsky and colleagues in 2006 also found that storying negative events in the form of writing or talking about them was related to increased well-being. So next time you're feeling like there are some unresolved issues from your past, try writing them down in the form of a story and see if you feel better. The science certainly stands behind you on this one. But don't just focus on negative stories, though. 
that sharing positive stories is good for connecting with people around you and exposing them to the fun parts of your life without the risk of burdening the listener. Our dive into the research informed us that hearing or reading stories can also make you a better person. So you might want to make sure to be on the receiving end of stories as well. Being exposed to stories that are attention grabbing, emotional, and that make you immerse into the story world can promote pro-social behavior changes even after the narrative is over. And that's according to research by Zach in 2015. While there is an abundance of studies to be covered about this topic of storytelling, if there is one thing you take away from this piece, it should be this. There is no story more important than the story that is your life. And in that story, you are the only author. Don't let other people write your narrative for you. Truly owning your life and your identity will bring you freedom and joy. Why not take a moment now to reflect on your own life story so far, the highlights and the lowlights, and think about how you want to shape your own life story moving forward, and then go out and just do it. So having explored lots of science, we wanted to explore next the art of storytelling. So I was thrilled to have the chance to have a long chat with master storyteller, David Intrater on creativity and the joy superpower of storytelling. David is a musician, founder of the creative organization and founder and president of Smarter Storytelling. David has made stuff all his life and that's how he also defines creativity. It's essentially about making things and that any creative endeavor includes a sense of intention and coherence and the act of making decisions and following a route that you've created. I guess most of us have and do make things so that in that sense, we're all creative, aren't we? This reminds me of one of my favorite job interview questions, which is, what is the most creative thing you've ever done? I'm always amazed at how many people struggle with that question. And many even answer after thinking for a while that they're not creative. When exploring the topic further with them, this often leads to the discovery that they are creative and have indeed created something they're very proud of. They just don't see it that way. I think many of us have been brought up to think that creativity requires extra special gifts like Mozart or Monet had perhaps. And therefore, we put ourselves in the non-creative bucket. I agree with David, however, when he says, that we can all be creative, even if our creativity will not lead us to become the next Mozart. So why not take a moment today to reflect on what is the most creative thing you've done in your life so far? According to David, creativity is the key to success in the 21st century. He says it's all about dealing with ambiguity, coping with the ever-changing world and being comfortable moving ahead when you don't know what you're doing. Let's explore David's top tips for storytelling. Firstly, learn the trade secrets. David proposes that storytelling is more about technique and temperament, not so much about talent. Acquiring technique, whatever your project is, requires practice and repetition. It can be overwhelming at times, but there is also joy in the process when you repeat things you come to own that knowledge 
It's your knowledge. When you own the knowledge, you can start to be free. According to David, temperament can be taught, and it's something he teaches in his storytelling courses as well. You need to have faith in yourself and develop a bit of a thick skin. His second tip is to get going. David highlights the importance of being comfortable with not being good and not knowing what you're doing and being in an environment where it's okay to say stupid things. As David said, if you can't write a good story, write a bad one. But you need to start. I find it so much easier to build on a draft each day and start each morning staring at a blank piece of paper. Thirdly, David recommends us to get messy and enjoy doing so. David emphasizes that this process includes lots of editing, throwing out things, going around in circles, and most of all, hard work. I hope you, our listeners, feel inspired and empowered by this little joy power break to use the power of storytelling to add more joy to your own life as well as to the lives of others. If so, please visit our website, theartandscienceofjoy.com, to read more about storytelling or to listen to the full episode with David Entrater, which you can also find on your favorite podcast platform by searching for The Art and Science of Joy. Whilst there, why not subscribe to our podcast and join us as we explore more and more joy superpowers? And why not hop on social media and using the hashtag joy superpowers, share your own experiences with storytelling. And if you don't already do so, please follow the Art and Science of Joy on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Come and join in the conversation and help us spread the power of joy. Thanks once again for listening. And I hope you tune in for the next Joy Power Break episode, when I'll be giving a highlights tour on the art and science of conflict resolution in relationships. Until then, farewell and stay joyful.